1: Host Carl Davis Jr. talks to the rock stars of Silicon Valley and offers you engaging interviews and insights from local, regional, and internationally acclaimed business leaders, entrepreneurs, and community leaders to help you stay connected. Now, here's your host, Carl Davis Jr. Hi, I'm Carl Davis Jr. and welcome to Silicon Valley Business
2: Connections. I'm your host, but I'm also the president of the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce where we help all small businesses start, finance, grow, and even exit their businesses. The best way to reach us and find out what we do is to go to our website at blackchamber.com. That's blackchamber.com. My guest And I have a few of them today, (laughs) some very special guests today. This is something that's really dear to my heart. People know that the Chamber, you know, we're really responsible for trying to help people succeed in business. But I've always said, if we don't take a moment and reach back into our educational system, we're not going to have well-prepared entrepreneurs, And so when I think about young black entrepreneurs coming up, I mean, I get excited about it. And there's a gentleman I'm going to introduce right now. He keeps me excited about it. And his name is Mr. Jim Hollis from Calculus Roundtable. How are you doing today, Jim? Great, Carl. Thanks for having me. Well, Jim, you told me that you didn't want to come on this show by yourself, and you brought some folks with you, Jim. I brought <laughs> a posse today. You got the posse today. Why don't you introduce the folks you have that's that's going to be on the show today?
3: Well, thanks, Carl. Uh, the the folks I wanted to introduce you to were uh, people who uh, participated in the Black Youth Techathon. We call it the Black Youth Techathon Expedition Series, which is short <laughs> for Bites. Uh, but uh, it's a program that we've been doing in the Silicon Valley with the Black Chamber and several other organizations for the last uh, three or four years now. Mm-hmm. And it's grown in popularity uh, every year. This year, of course, with COVID, we couldn't do the same sort of in person work that we've been doing before. Uh, so we tried to do something different this year, which was to combine the work that we've been doing with, uh, with kids in the Bay Area with uh, professors, scientists, and students in Africa. And make the connection between what's happening in Africa and what's happening here in America through astronomy. So we looked at uh, a lot of things in terms of planetary alignment. We um, we talked to an astrophysicist from uh, Cape Town, South Africa, who worked with the students. We worked with some scientists from NASA, and we even watched live the uh, Mars rover that last mm. week landed on Mars Whoa. with NASA advisors in the pot in the um, a Zoom room, if you will. With us, so the students participated in activities. Uh, they answered questions. They did tests, um, and we have uh, the winner of the contest, both the team winner and the individual point leader. Her name is uh, Chiara Parks, and we have her parents and her school leader also here on her the school call. Leader? Her school leader, who's that? Our school leader is Dr. Ida Oberman from the Community School for Creative Education in Oakland. And I think she's on the call too.
2: Dr. Oberman. Now, that's a name I remember for uh, when we did the techathon here. I think Dr. Oberman came and brought a, a bunch of kids together. Dr. Oberman, uh, you, you want to talk a little bit about that or whatever else you're doing?
0: Oh, of course. Well, thank you so much for having us. And we're, of course, tremendously proud of Kiara and her family and very proud of the techathon yes my name is dr ida oberman founder and executive director we are 10 years old in east oakland and we're proud that we've had the highest scores for african-american students in science for the past four years highest wow. scores highest growth scores uh, for latinx students in the past three years so we are really proud to be serving our community and we're very very proud of our young leaders of tomorrow.
2: Wow. And, and is that in that organization's name is that CSE Community School for Creative
0: Education. Yes, you mm. can reach us at www.communityschoolforcreativeeducation.org. So that's the name of the school, www.communityschoolforcreativeeducation.org. And we love to partner. We know it's great for the partners. It's wonderful for our students and our shared future. So please reach out.
2: Oh, I'm I'm excited about that. We're going to make sure that we connect this with our chamber website and our newsletters. And for those folks who don't get a chance to hear the whole show this time, uh, they're going to be able to get it on our podcast. So there'll be various ways we're going to get this out. Community School for Creative Education. And we love that concept. Man, now I'm getting excited. Now I'm almost there, but I want to I meet the parents before I go to our esteemed leader uh, and winner, right? Uh, Maisha and Charles. How are you guys doing today? I'm doing well, thank you. I, I want to find out, you know, how proud you guys are of Kiara and uh, tell me a little bit about your experience, you know, being associated with this event.
4: Well, we went to um, the Techathon I think a couple years ago, Mm -hmm. and um, I was glad when Mr. Hollis reached out to me about this year, because we can't, of course, we can't do what we used to do um, socially, but I'm glad the children were allowed to participate in this event remotely.
2: Charles, anything you want to add to that?
3: Oh, I just want to say I'm just so proud of Kiara. You know, she's it's it's amazing to be able to see her have so many more opportunities than both Maisha and I had at her age and that she's you know been interested in pursuing all of those opportunities so i'm just just very proud that Kiara's um not just a uh, winner but also that she has an
1: interest in the field and that she's been a participant
2: i'm glad you said that charles cuz that uh, i mean that just shows that you're You know, you're a wonderful parent that, uh, you know, we're going to talk about what she did as far as her accomplishment in winning. But uh, all of us here know the effort itself is really what is so outstanding. You know, I grew up playing basketball and baseball. And, you know, everybody's not going to win the championship. But the effort that we gave really, really kind of crafted who you're going to be and molds who you're going to be. So Kiara, I want to go to you and you're like the celebrity of all the, what we're talking about right now. All of us adults are looking and want to talk to you. We don't want to make you nervous, but we want to just ask you a couple of questions about what would you, in your own words, just tell me about your experience and being a part of this techathon.
4: Well, yeah, thank you for having me. Um, I really like doing it. It's super fun because like, when you do the techathon, you get to create ideas about what you want to do to help other people and even maybe to help yourself in the future. And it's awesome because you get to create ideas, and th- those ideas, people can help you figure out how you can help your idea to help it thrive and to help it, like, to help your idea grow.
2: Mm, man that's a wonderful answer you know a lot gets revealed whenever you have projects like you did and what you're doing and even the words you say like you're about ideas that help other people you know if if all of us could really follow what you're you know getting embedded in your heart right now what a wonderful community we would be in can you tell me a little bit about your, your project or the idea that you did have
4: okay um, so My project was, it's a little tiny device Mm
2: -hmm.
4: and you, it's like, it's a little patch and you put it on next to your side and it scans your body to find, um, bacteria that's not supposed to be there or it scans for viruses or you can, you can insert information about, I have diabetes. I take this medicine and it'll give you a shot for whatever's going on, like insulin. It'll give you a shot, but it's so small that you can barely feel it it's mm-hmm. it gives you it it gives you the shot every few seconds, and it just it sort of balances out how t- many times you get the shot, so that you get so accustomed to it being there that you kind of just forget it's there.
2: What? Wait a <laughs> You know, <laughs> I've heard some very interesting things. This is amazing. Now, how did you come up with this concept or this idea?
4: Um, I don't know. I think it was the fact that I keep seeing a bunch of commercials about how people are talking about how How needles hurt so much Mm -hmm. because, plus, I know from experience that needles (laughs) hurt a lot. And I also know that when things are smaller and Mm -hmm. things are more balanced out, you can sort of forget about them being there. Like, I know that I'm so used to picking up my glasses every morning, I don't have to think, okay, so this morning I have to remember to pick up my glasses. It's, It's something I have trained my brain to know how to do automatically.
2: Now, tell me now, you know, we got about maybe about a minute or so before the first half is over. What grade are you in and what age are you? How old are you?
4: Um, I'm 11 years old and I'm in the sixth grade.
2: This is amazing that you would even think of something like this. Jim, um, I I don't know how many listeners are out there who may want to invest (laughs) their time and effort to make this come about, but this would be a fantastic thing. So you've designed this. And you may even, uh you know, be trying to work on a protocol or what are you doing with it right now?
4: Well, right now I'm more of trying to figure out how it would work, mm-hmm. if it would be, how it would be charged, what it would run on and also what to call it. Because right <laughs> now I'm just calling it. The Virus Patch. That's the name I came <laughs> up with, Virus Patch.
2: Well, I think I think that's a wonderful name. So until you get somebody else in marketing, they'll change the name. That's a wonderful name. Kiara, this is fantastic. I am looking forward to hearing more about this on the second part of our show. So let's just pause for one second. We're going to just take a little break, and we'll be back in just a minute. You're listening to Silicon Valley Business Connections.
3: Bay area residents. We need your help. The coronavirus has affected everyone, and that includes Silicon Valley. Nonprofits that help small businesses like our Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce are in dire need of support. Your support helps us support and assist small businesses with workshop webinars and even one-on-one technical training for free. Please give, whether it's your time, your volunteer expertise, or donations. Go to blackchamber.com. That's blackchamber.com and see how we help
1: Bay Area communities. And now, back to Silicon Valley Business Connections.
2: Welcome back. You're listening to Silicon Valley Business Connections. We left the first half talking to Kiara Parks, a sixth grader, right, with a wonderful idea. I mean, this patch idea this patch, virus patch that she's talking about, it's a wonderful idea, but she's actually the the young lady that actually won the uh, event that Mr. Jim Hollis and Calculus Roundtable helped put together, and they've been a strategic partner for the Silicon Valley for the last few years, and the whole concept is to try to get our kids more interested, and not only the kids, but the parents, as you'll meet her parents, Kiara, Kiara's parents today, get them involved in the STEM Science, technology, engineering, arts, math. So that's STEAM. So it's STEAM, STEM, all those things that we know are going to be really the types of sciences that's going to govern their lives in the future. I was talking to Jim a while back, and Jim had given me an alarming statistic about the number of youth that were either getting calculus jim remember that one time you told me some data can you share that with our audience on what that data was like and hopefully that was then and hopefully it's changed now but can you give a little bit about that this is jim hollis from calculus roundtable Thank
3: you Carl thanks again uh yeah that that this data point actually informed the name of our organization the calculus roundtable and not that all students need to take calculus but it's a, this statistic is an indicator of how much work we have to do in the system and that is in the nine this was when we took the original data in 2012 This is eight years ago, Uh, uh, and it hasn't changed that much since, unfortunately, I have to say. But at the time, in the nine Bay Area counties, there were less than 100 African-American students enrolled in a calculus class, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, in a Bay Area of, I don't know, what, nine million people? Mm -hmm. That's that's criminal. And um, so we set out to not only work with seniors in high school, but work with kids at the at the early education level to introduce these cons, higher math and science concepts to them in a way that was easy to understand, easy to digest. So when they get to calculus, when these other concepts come to them, uh, they're more prepared uh, for them. Um, and we work with... Um, You know, uh, mentors and leaders in the community, Uh, leaders in the community as much as possible who look like the students we serve. We work with scientists, technology folks, people from gaming companies, people from pharmaceuticals, uh, Bristol Myers Squibb. We've got lots of scientists and engineers and mathematicians that we work with of color who want to give back. And, you know, you know, instead of going to a baseball game with one kid, mm-hmm. they work with 500 kids uh, wow. who now know their name. It's, they're not sort of an empty vessel. It's Mr. Vern from NASA It's uh, <laughs> at MIT or, or whatever. So they have personal relationships with uh, these mentors and the curriculum in a way that makes it um, makes them comfortable with under, with learning and, and make learning fun again.
2: Man, Jim, I, I love every time you, you say stuff like that and tell me that, I get really excited. Matter of fact, I had uh, Mr. Tony Thurman, the California Superintendent of Instructions, on the show. And and I mentioned, I say, Tony, you've got to know Jim Hollis. He's like, connect me, Carl. I want to know that guy because people like you, Jim, actually deliver the service people like Tony, they could go get the funds. And there's listeners that listen to our show that have the wherewithal to either volunteer, be a part of giving. And I want to talk to Dr. Oberman about that because um, I know she said earlier in the first half about how people can reach her. But Dr. Oberman, can we talk a little bit about the school again and how people can connect and reach you, whether they want to volunteer or they want to partner or they want to be a giver? Can you tell me a little bit about that?
0: Thank you so very much, President Davis, and thank you for having me and having us. Yes, our school, Community School for Creative Education, is in uh, Oakland on 21st Avenue and International, and you can reach us at www.communityschoolforcreativeeducation.org. It's the name of the school. Or by phone at 5105170331. So school for www.communityschoolforcreativeeducation.org or by phone 5105170331. We are TK through8, and we're enrolling for the coming year, and everybody's welcome.
2: How, lo- how long has the school been around? Dr. Overman?
0: We are 13 years old.
2: Thirteen years old wow, and this is this is fantastic. This is the type of partnership that we are looking for and we need, and Kiara is like the like the product of this right so Kiara I, I want to go back to you and ask you more about your your invention <laughs> because I just see it as something that the community can really use, so tell me a little bit more about. You know your your thought about that patch i'm sure there was something you may have left off the first half is there anything you want to add about you know how the patch works
4: yeah so the virus patch or well that's what i'm calling it for now mm-hmm. um it has little it basically has things that feel like spikes on the very back mm. um because I got that idea from something my, my doctor has, and it has these spikes on the back so that even if you like if you feel it at all, it feels like a bunch of spikes. instead of just one needle pricking you, like how mm-hmm. you can step on a bunch of glass and it won't hurt, but you can step on one piece of glass and it's gonna hurt a lot. When you <laughs> have a bunch of spikes poking you, it doesn't hurt as much as one spike which is the needle poking you a lot. Mm
2: -hmm. Now, if you, you, when you did this, did you do this by yourself or you were a part of a team?
4: Well, yeah, I was part of a team, but it was more of me doing Mm -hmm. it. But I, like I had some help, like just on like small ideas, but Mm -hmm. it was really just me coming up with the entire process Usually, while I was like working on other things, i they, things would just ideas would just come, and I would just like type them in.
2: Now, how did you how did you end up putting together your concept in a way that you were able to pitch it? As Jim said, you were able to pitch it to some some folks uh, at the event. How did you How did you do that? How did you put that together?
4: Well usually I like to like use slides for things like Google slides for things that I have to focus on. And Mm -hmm. I have to like say a bunch of stuff for, because I can write down all the information in the order I want it in. Like for every different segment, I would have a different slide. Mm -hmm. So that was how I kind of figured out how I was going to organize all of the ideas.
2: Now, Jim mentioned that you presented this to a pretty esteemed panel. Uh, yeah. jim can you can you share jim who these people were jim that she had to do this pitch to yes i will i mean i i i, I just want to emphasize that point
3: that you, that you were talking about now carl it wasn't just that her idea is awesome uh and lots of folks have awesome ideas mm-hmm. That the way but she was able to organize her thoughts about this idea in a way that she could present it to uh, some very esteemed um, uh, technologists. Uh, Mm. We had the vice president of of, uh, Dolby. Um, Mm. Giles Baker was there. We had a professor of astrophysics from Cape Town University in South Africa. Mm. And then we had uh, Dr. Jeremy Frank from NASA, who actually worked on the rover, uh, as part of the panel. So the idea, the, the, her, her idea the, the, the lead that we gave the students was, invent something, either an organism, a device, or a means of transportation that can be used on another planet. So she thought about what the sort of, the, the things that we're doing on earth, and the, all the work that's being happened with the coronavirus and infectious diseases, and thinking about how we move that culture that we're doing here into the future and into space. So it was, it was a little bit of space exploration, biomedicine and, you know, entrepreneurship and how she presented it. And they, they weren't, they asked her questions. They, they, she hadn't defended. It wasn't just, she did a presentation and they applauded. They asked her very critical questions about how it operated and what happened in this situation. And she had complete, Thorough answers. It was clear that she had thought through the process, and I think uh, to the credit of the Techathon, which is part of all of us who are on this call, mm-hmm. you know, parents and educators and community leaders like yourself, is that she competed last year. So mm-hmm. uh, you know she had a premise of how to do it, and this mm-hmm. is uh, this is where experience is important. Mm-hmm. We currently, you know, with kids, especially kids of color, don't have mentors people who they can see do it uh, mm. before they try it. So we try to put kids in involved with mentors in a way that, uh, you know, cause failure is part of success. Yeah. such yes. a critical part of success that we don't teach how yes. to fail, how to learn from your mistakes, how mm-hmm. to try it again. And, uh, I think our students really sort of, uh, have that capacity to like, Oh, she didn't, when she didn't win last year, she didn't quit. She didn't, mm-hmm. she didn't like, Oh, I don't, this is stupid. Mm-hmm. She sort of perfected her idea. And she thought about her presentation skills and she thought about from the very beginning, how to create this idea, not at the end. So there's lots of skills that come out of failure that lead to success.
2: Which I I, I love that, Jim. I'm glad you said that. Kiara, when you, when you were working on your patch, you know, and and where are you going to go now? Is there anything that you want to tell people? Like we got about another minute and a half or so. Is there anything you want to tell the public about what you're doing? You know, how, how you're open to, you know, hearing suggestions. Are there any ideas you want everyone to know about the virus patch?
4: Um, well, not really. Like, Because what I've said is basically what I've come up with it mm-hmm. sa- it might sound like i it might sound like you could come up with it in like twelve seconds like no. I didn't pop to my head. And I just say it out loud. It took me like a while to figure out just how it was gonna be shaped and what it was gonna look like
2: well i'm I'm glad you did it i mean i I think the fact that Jim said it. Really appropriately. You took an idea, you worked on it, created it, made it a concept. And now it's something that could possibly, you know, not only have legs, but actually bless a lot of people, man, Jim, Dr. Oberman, uh, Maisha, Charles and Kiara. I'm so glad that you guys were able to come on to our show today. You know, this is this is the type of stuff that really gets me excited. So I want people to know that if they do miss the show, they can see the show or hear the show again under blackchamber.com. Click on radio show and then click on podcast. So until we meet again, we always say, remember, whether it's education, health, even politics and sports, it's all about business. So stay connected. You're listening to Silicon Valley
1: Business Connections. You've been listening to Silicon Valley Business Connections with Carl Davis Jr. and brought to you by the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce. More information about today's show is available by going to the Chamber's website, blackchamber.com. That's blackchamber.com. Or call 408-288-8806. That's 408-288-8806. Copies of our podcast are available online at blackchamber.com. If you would like to know more about a specific guest or make recommendations for upcoming guests and topics, email info at blackchamber.com. Keeping you connected, Silicon Valley Business Connections.